When you feel your voice is not being heard, please consider calling the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections. The show wants to be the vehicle you can use to express your opinion or get your issue out to a larger audience. We're living in a time that we can no longer allow others to speak on our behalf. If you wish to be a guest on the show and discuss on the show what's important to you, call James T. Deshaies at 407-394-9819. Your issue or focus can be placed on the calendar. The show is live seven days a week. We can no longer reside in the shadow of life. It's imperative that we're on top of the issues that impact our lives now and in the future. USI never had it so good. 101.1 Radio, the best R&B and hip-hop music. The Quiet Storm every Friday and Saturday. Talk radio with the best host in the biz. Sports Talk Radio every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1. And it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshaies is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. No matter come what may 
Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, Eastern Time. You need to call in at 657-383-0309 so your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruption. You know, we're, we're living in a chaotic time uh, where things that we never thought would be happening are taking place. Uh, we are being governed by a man who has no moral values or no ability to uh, control himself. And I think he is thinking now he should have just remained a businessman and not uh, hoodwink white America into believing uh, that he had the ability uh, to be a president. Uh, because he has definitely gotten us in a screwed-up situation. Uh, but I'm I'm going to digress and talk about some other things. You know, I'm not a big Urban Meyer fan. Uh, he was a good coach here at the University of Florida, and he moved on, and he's been doing good things at Ohio State. But I have a problem with asking a person to be everything to everybody and to get involved in all kind of personal business of those who work for you. Now, it is stated that uh, he is being suspended for three games uh, because he didn't divulge soon enough are quick enough or to the extent that should have been related to his assistant coach domestic violence situation. Now, I recognize that we have to be open enough to intervene when someone is being beaten are assaulted in in a, in a major way, but Urban Meyer did. Urban Meyer didn't live with these people, and when he heard rumors of what was happening, uh, certainly he may have needed to say something to his assistant coach uh, to get him to understand that, you know he. Physically striking your wife is is not something you want to do. Uh, but his that was their relationship, and it was her responsibility to call the police and determine what it, direction she wanted to go with her life. She wasn't married to Urban Meyer, and so she had a responsibility to herself to try to get herself out of a situation that might be dangerous to her. And certainly you are a managing your coaching staff, but you're not managing their personal lives. And so um, I'm just not sure I understand why they wanted to penalize him uh, or 
almost take his job as a result of some malfeasance by one of his assistant coaches. His assistant coach has to be responsible for his own life and his own malfeasance. And if he needed to go to the jail as a result of domestic violence, uh, then that should have been something that him and the police uh, determined. Urban Meyer shouldn't have to be the police for all of the people that work for him. And so I, I kind of like need somebody to kind of help me straighten that out because I don't, I really don't understand how it became Urban Meyer's problem. You know, we just live in a world where all of a sudden now that there are people who want us, want to hold other people accounting account for situations that are going on in other people's lives. And uh, you have to, there has to be some effort on people involved in situations to find a way to get themselves out of those kinds of situations. We're going to take a break and hopefully we'll get some people on the line uh, to, to call in and, and uh, so we can talk about all the things that are going on right now. You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to...
of the world to take my rightful place among the stars. The woman that does not use the traditional roadmaps to a given place, but create my own destination. I am this woman that maintained her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those yet to dream to greatness. I am the mother of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth, igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future. I am this woman. I am this woman that ascends the expectation of the world to take my rightful place among the stars. The woman who does not use the traditional roadmaps to a given place, but creates my own destination. I am this woman that maintains her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those to dream. I am the woman of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth, igniting the love that exists in all men, while being the birthplace of the future. I am this woman. This is James T. Deshaies, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection. Brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. We're on seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruption. It is up to us to stay focused on what it is that we have to do and make sure we use those platforms to make sure our words are heard. So dial in at 657-383-0309 so your voice can be heard loud and clear. How are you doing this evening, Kathy? Uh, we uh, seem to be a little slow with our callers today. But let me just uh, talk to you. Uh, you know, I have found that, you know, there, there are a lot of things people say 
that give us some insight in how we should lose, live our lives. And a lot of times we've been told, um, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. And a lot of times history repeats itself. I don't know if you remember Jim Baker and how large his ministry had become, uh, but he had the misfortune of being sexually involved with his uh, assistant, and uh, the walls came tumbling down around his his um, administration or his uh, or his church. And then Jimmy Swaggart uh, swept in under the pretense of being a friend and uh, tried to take his ministry away from him. And then uh, come to find out that Jimmy Swaggart would take prostitutes into a uh, hotel and just take pictures of them. And so, you know, it is uh, seemingly... People don't know when you uh, put other people in the midst of trouble, you might find yourself being looked at more seriously. So when they were trying to uh, trying to make Hillary Clinton look like she was a evil person and a criminal. Now we see that a lot of people surrounding Donald Trump are going to jail. So when they were talking, screaming, talking, about, lock her up, lock her up, now they find themselves being locked up. But these are things that we need to look at on a common man's level that we need to stop uh, going around on a regular basis uh, wishing ugly on people. Because that same thing we may fall victim of. So we need to be real careful of who we demigrate uh, because it may come back on us. Good afternoon, James, and happy, happy, thankful Thursday it is. This is a beautiful day, and God is good. And um, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing fine. I just want to. You know, I'm going. I'm going to try to distract you from talking about that president. No, no, no. I don't want to. I don't want you to talk about the president. I just want us to talk about how we need to learn how to treat each other in a better way, and uh, so that we be respectful of of humans. You know, when you try, nobody wants to go to jail. And the last thing you need to be doing is trying to create potholes for people because you might fall in those same holes. You're absolutely right. They say, what does what the world call it? Karma. Karma. Right. Or whatever you do to somebody else is bound to happen to you. You know, but I, I believe that um, trouble finds people and... Um, Some people don't know how to get out of trouble because they're always in the midst of trouble. And you're right. We should try to be good to other people. You know, we should try to um, show love to other people, even in the midst of you seeing other people being out of character or doing something 
they shouldn't be doing. I know me, I'm always, if I see somebody frowning, I say, smile, you look beautiful smiling, you know, to try to even change the atmosphere because you don't know what that person is thinking about. You don't know what's going on with that person in that person's mind if they're setting up to do something. So my thing is to just try to change the atmosphere. And that's what we need to be doing. We need to be waking up every morning trying to live the best life we possibly can and not treading on nobody. You know, it just seems like I don't understand what it is that makes people want to walk on top of somebody else, I guess, to make themselves feel better. Uh, But if you're out there struggling to try to make the world a better place, uh, that you can avoid some of the frustrations that some people feel. You know, a lot of times uh, it's, it, people have allowed hatred and spitefulness to, to get into their spirit, and they're so miserable and so unhappy uh, that they want to place that burden on other people. And uh, not recognizing, if, if you know, if you try to uplift yourself and not walk on top of other people, your life might be better. You're absolutely right. That's how it that's how it should be and that's how it's supposed to be. But because of the evil, the sin in this world, you know, some people don't want to see other people happy or or, or maybe something happened to them where they just want to uh create this massive destruction for other people because something happened to them. So that's why we, the ones who do know wrong from right, who do understand, you know, um, the goodness of blessing should, when we're out, be able to uh, change the atmosphere, you know, and and give someone a a kind word or a high five or whatever you, at that time, your spirit is telling you that person is in need of, then we need to try to assist that need. Yeah, and and you don't have to live, it's not like you want to live as though you are perfect, and we all have our ups and downs, but you want you want to monitor your behavior because I think karma is real. Uh, when I get in a bad mood and I take out of my bad mood on somebody else who hadn't done anything to me, that is not going to give me the outcome that I truly want. I have to recognize that when I want a good outcome, I have to be out there trying to do the best I can uh, to help not only myself but others, and be wary, be aware of the hardship people are going through. You know, I, it delights me sometimes when I see people go out of their way to help someone who is in distress, or when somebody's trying to do as good as they possibly can, and they just don't have the tools. And then you intercede in their lives by giving them the tools that they need uh, to to make their lives easier. And that's what we should be trying to do is to make each other's lives easier and stop trying to point out our differences. You're right, James. Making someone else's life easier will actually help make your life easier because to every every problem there is a solution and there is a person to help um, 
fulfill that whatever that problem is. Like I was just on a call earlier of this lady trying to help me um, boost my um, business. And some of the stuff she said I knew, but I didn't know. You know, so she was a solution to a problem that I thought I had, which I really didn't have. But because she came along and gave me a solution to the problem, I was able to take a couple of extra steps. And that's how it should be. It should be us helping one another, us trying to build and make one another go to another level or even take a couple of extra steps and wherever it is that we are. I, was, I, was, I don't know if you watch Queen Sugar or not, but um, the young man did a great speech on, um, on um, Black Lives Matter and, and where we are and how, you know, you can, you can look a certain way you know, like you have it all together, but inside we don't know if you're hurting. He said, he said, I have my mom and I have my dad. I have everything that a person could ever want, but inside I'm bleeding because something happened to him. You know, so um, we, when we're when we're in situations where we can assist someone, we need to assist and not only think about ourselves in these situations because there's somebody else that may have a greater need than us, but w- once we help them, that will actually be helping ourselves as well. And when you said that about the young lady you were talking about, it's so important us to recognize that just because we help somebody else doesn't take away from whatever it is that we're doing. So often, there are people who are too afraid to assist somebody else thinking that somehow or another is going to take something away from them. But people have to recognize that whatever your blessing is intended to be, it's going to be that way. And it's going to be greater when you out there helping people than you being selfish about what it is you know and understand. And sometimes I know it gets hard because people mistreat you when you're trying to do the right thing. But that's not everybody. You can't allow yourself to believe uh, that everyone is going to do the same as that person uh, that didn't uh, treat you fairly. And so I know that you gave accolades to that person who was trying to help you, um, and that inspires them to continue to go on helping others. And we have to be mindful that we want to be that. Uh, When an person is an inspiration to us, we need to pass that inspiration on. Absolutely, and I I try to do that every time I talk to someone. If anybody want anything or want help or assisting with anything, I try to be that person. I try to give them. I I pour out of me so that I can receive, so I can be poured into. Because if you're full, there's no way that you can get more. So you have to pour out in order to get poured into. So I I try to do that on a daily basis. I really do. And you can't assume, um, it's just like I really hated uh, in the Iowa situation when the young lady was found dead that this illegal immigrant uh, was the cause of her death. Um, And I'm not sure what, you know, how you determine why this person would do such a thing, but truly it doesn't mean that we need to be afraid of all immigrants because the majority of those people are just trying to find a decent standard of living like we are. 
and they're human beings, and we need to be sharing the opportunity of being an American and not being afraid of the evil that exists in some people uh, because we have to recognize that that is a part of every race of people and not just one uh, group of individuals. Right. We're, we're all immigrants. If you, if you really want to look at the scope of things, you know, we all are immigrants, but um, society has, has taught us to look at every culture in a different way and to give them names that they're not even um, um, subject to. And, um, that young lady, that was a tragic, I don't know the story, but even just listen to what you said, that was a tragic thing to have happened to her. But there have been multiple people that have been murdered, not by someone out of from another country, but from people that live right here in our own country, right here in California, right, you know, in Mexico, and whatever, whatever country it is at that time, there are people being killed and murdered all the time, you know, and the the evilness that's lurking is attaching itself to these people and making these people do these acts of destruction. And it's, and it's sad, you know, it is really sad. Yeah. It is hard to understand. And, you know, we have to be thankful for the way we were raised. And even though there are different people in every economic situation who do bad things, when you have a parent that is open to sharing some moral values with you and helping you to be a more more humane individual, uh, you have to be thankful for that education. Uh, Because you, I just can't, um, I can't get any benefit or relief out of the pain of another person. And I appreciate that uh, being a part of who I am. And I don't like the idea uh, that there are people out there hurting other people, uh, but we have to just be willing to spread what our beliefs are so that uh, people have a, a more willingness to embrace uh, moral values and understand that it's wrong to hurt others, and uh, I think we have you, you have to be lucky to have a parent who starts teaching you that at a very young age. Yes, you're right about that because there are a lot of parents that are not teaching their kids to do good and to be good and to try to excel and to go for the gusto and you can do it and you got a dream. They're not, a lot of parents are not doing that. So that's why we're actually seeing a lot of these different things happening out here with these kids because they have no type of foundation to lean on. You know, they don't have anybody that they can look to except for the TV. And most of the time they're looking at all this ratchetness and cussing and killing and you know, all this type of stuff. So that's why we see a lot of the things that we see. And that's why we have to be as positive as we can, James, when we go out into the community like you and you help all these different people. You know, we have to continue to do that. You know, if we could just reach one person 
who out of out of ten that have done wrong, we've done we've done our job because that one person is going to go and affect somebody else, and then that person is go, and it's going to trickle on. And even though it looks like the massive is not being uh, uh, touched or, or taken care of, the people that we are touching, the people that are getting it, the people that are listening to wisdom, they're getting it, and they're making a difference in little bitty patches of the world. You know, it's so interesting that when I think about the way I was raised and my mom's requirement that I go to church, and uh, even with me not being a church member at this, this time and have gone for a while without being a church member, I think about that part of the Bible that says, you know, raise a child in the way you'd want them to go, and they won't go away from it. And it, it is that when you've instilled uh, a way of living and a way of life in somebody when they're young, uh, they can't get rid of that indoctrination uh, that has told them about how to treat people and how to walk uh, in, in this world. And it's only when you're not aware of the universal rules of law and the karma that we talked about that somehow you think you're going to get away with something. And I always think that, you know, whatever you take, you're going to give up three or four times more. Or the way you treat people, if you don't treat them fairly, uh, you're going to be mistreated three or four times more. And so when you live your life like that, where you avoid uh, the mistreatment of others and don't glorify in the misery that you're causing in the lives of other people. Yeah, you're you're right, James. You're right, but I, you know, when you see when you see these things happening on um, TV and you hear about them on the radio and you look at them on Facebook, you you know you wonder what is really going on with these people for them to. Um, do the things that they do. And so then me, I, I at first I look and I'd be like, they are so great. What are these people? And then I have to think back of, of the word of God and how it talks about the enemy and how he, he possesses certain people and he have them to do these different acts. But, you know, thank God for, like you said, your mother and father and your mother made you go to church. Thank God for those mothers who um, took the time out to say, oh, you're going to go. I don't care what else happens. You're going to go. You know, those mothers who, who still had that instilled in them that even though I can't make it happen, I know that if you go to church, there's going to be something different about you when you grow up and grow into this world. So thank God for those people. You know, thank God for the, the 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 men and women, whoever they are, that are being examples for these people to see the the um, that are adopting these kids and raising them. Thank God for all of those people because. You know, if we didn't have those people, I, I don't know what this world would be like. I am so proud of my mom. She raised six kids by herself, you know, and she made sure that she didn't care what else we were doing, even when we got 17, 18, 19. As long as we lived in her house, 
we had to get up on Sunday. If we stayed out all night going to the club or whatever, on Sunday we was in church, and I just thank God for that. And you have to recognize, you know, I talk to people all the time and tell them about my experience about going to the jail and not uh, making people be the person of their circumstances. You have to recognize there uh, there were, I thought I was going to, to work and spend a lot of time with an a unsavory group of people. And then I found out that some of these people are just, had just missed the mark by accident, that some of them were not intending to be in the situation that they found themselves in, uh, but they didn't have anybody to help them navigate the potholes, uh, help them to understand that there were a better way, and help them to understand to be able to control or get rid of the anger issues they have. You know, and sometimes you just have to bring attention to people about what it is that is creating the environment uh, that they find themselves. You know, I used to talk to the person and say, now, every time you go to jail, was alcohol involved? Okay, then maybe you need to stop drinking. Or maybe you don't need to smoke because it creates uh, something in you that that uh, makes you want to do things you shouldn't be doing. Uh, but we have to evolve enough as human beings to recognize that everybody who finds themselves in a bad situation is not a bad person and that it shouldn't be written off uh, just because, uh, you know, that that they found themselves in that those difficult situations. You know, I got this saying that if you will help only the people, everybody will help, then who are you truly helping? Uh, you know, so sometimes you have to step outside of the comfort zone and reach out a kind hand uh, to somebody you may be a little afraid of. That's true, too. Like, um, I like when I'm going into the store and I see uh, young, 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 younger people. And, you know, they always have this look like, don't say nothing to me. Don't you even look my way. And I'd be like, hi, how you doing? You know, I get up, get up in their face <laughs> so that they can know that, hey, where where you are right now, you need to remove from that place and come to this happy place, you know, because over there is nothing but destruction, nothing but anger, nothing but fear, you know, come come over here. And then they're, how you doing, ma'am? You know, so uh, it, it's up to the individual, though. You know, we, we have to not be afraid and we have to move when when the spirit tells us to move on situations like that we have to move and be willing to to sacrifice our time and a little bit of money that we may have knowing that those that goodness in your heart will be rewarded you know sometimes you need to risk uh sharing with people in a way that might be detrimental to yourself uh, but you'll recover uh, sometimes we, you know, we, I remember, uh, George talking about just always having some water in your car because somebody might be thirsty 
you know, and, and so you always have to be prepared and ready to intervene in somebody's life so they'll know that there's still good people out there and that we are not greedy about what it is that we've obtained and that we're willing to to, uh, to reach out to people and uh, give them a a real willingness to live life in a right way. You're right, especially where we live now in Moreno Valley. It's always hot, and and that um, to have that water available for the the guys that's working on the streets, or when you see the homeless people, that that that's a great thing because I'm sure they appreciate it. They see, you know, hey, somebody cares. Somebody sees us out here and knows that we're suffering, you know, in this heat. And somebody took the time to stop and buy some water and then to share with us. So that's a great idea and a great thing. Yeah, it, it is. You know, we we're living in a world that is uh, sometimes uh, just uh, not uh, not finding comfort, don't find any comfort in helping other people. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, we have a, a criminal system that uh, just wants to throw away the key and not look at the humanity of these people. And recognize, we know that some people do some horrific things and we need to, keep on locking our doors. That doesn't mean you want to leave your door wide open and invite everybody in, but you, you have to, to have a way to, to support organizations uh, that are trying to do the right thing. And, you know, when you people are homeless, they need a place to stay. I, um, I, I tried for a time to, to every time I was eating something, drop something off to a guy. I don't know where he is anymore because he, he's not there anymore, but, I just tried to remember that that, that that man was human too and uh, that it wouldn't bother, it wouldn't hurt me any to buy an extra hamburger and then drive by and see if he was there and make sure and, and give it to him or um, take him some blankets that I wasn't using. You know, we just got to be have a better, a bigger heart uh, for people. And sometimes our government uh, just doesn't display that kind of... Uh, humanity uh, to the citizens of our society. Yes, you're absolutely, absolutely correct, James. Humanitation is the way to go. And I think about teachers and some people saying that they want to be teachers, but, you know, there's a special gift in teachers. You know, they have that extra uh, about them, how they can you know, talk to kids and, and, and have put an ease in, in, in the kids' um, mind and heart and have them to, um, you know, listen and, and take wise counsel because sometimes kids will say, tell stuff to teachers that they won't even say to their parents. So, you know, when, when, when they say, when that word servant comes about, I think of teachers, I think of firemen um, because uh, there's a humbleness about them you know when when you meet them when you greet you can see that there's something different about their spirit and i know they have to go through an an intensive training but there is a humbleness that only comes from within in those firemen and also with teachers i know some great teachers that they just love kids and and there's a humbleness 
behind that, and, and that's the human humanitation part of this life of these people, you know, and they're ev- they're spread it everywhere. So, you know, I I'm grateful to that to to know that there are people that are trying to help um, other people as well. Yeah, we're gonna take a break and we'll come back and continue our conversation. Thoughts, Love, and Reflection by James T. Deshay. I am a gladiator. Despite what others choose to see, my life is determined by my selected steps. Regardless of the traps set by those who hate me, I am the master of my lifelong quest. It is my convictions and courage that will decide the success of my personal journey, not the dreamless limitations of those who refuse to see the greatness of my legacy. I walk not in the shadow of those who wish to be unnoticed. I stand tall in a crowded room of those who created their own path through life. I am driven to make noise where others wish to remain silent. I wear the suit of those who slew dragons and ruled kingdoms. I will not give in to the starless skies of those who see me as worthless and without meaning. I am a present-day gladiator, and I will have victory over the kingdom of my birthright. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, brought to you seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Your voice can be heard loud and clear and without interruptions. Don't allow self-doubt to silence your dreams. Call 407-459-4827. That's 407-459-4827. Allow your dreams to take flight. Increase your quality of life and your monthly cash flow. Visit my website, www jamestdeshay.com that's www.jamestdeshay.com if you enjoy my poetry please hit the like button and subscribe I look forward to you becoming a part of my listening audience
Brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. And again, we want you to call in at 657-383-0309 so that your voice can be heard loud and clear. We have to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. Uh, Kathy, um, share with us, uh, you're going on this little trip soon uh, to do some giving and uh, support uh, some people who who are dealing with some adverse situations. Uh, in Michigan, is that right? Yeah, we have an event coming up this weekend on Saturday where we're partnering um, with this young man um, called Wayne. Look, I don't even know his last name, but he has a, a, a barber shop, and it's called Wayne the Barber. And he does a lot of community things um, for the community, like every week and um We've got a chance to partner with him, but as we were talking to some of the people, uh, they were talking about that there still is a water shortage in Michigan and that certain areas still are not getting water. And I was like, that was um, really strange news to hear since that has happened, what, over a, a two years ago? And... Um, and we we thought, meaning the world thought, that everything was flowing good over there, and they're still saying that they don't have sufficient water out there, and that um, on certain days, uh, different churches uh, and organizations are giving out water. So we just, this morning, we called and uh, partnered with one of the stores out there. They're going, we are purchasing two pallets of water that we're going to be giving out along with the shoes when we uh, do the event on Saturday. And it is so good and nice to have people uh, like yourself who are willing to to go the extra mile to help people who uh, find themselves in, in difficult situations. In America, there is actually no reason why 
we don't come to the aid of people who who are having trouble just getting water. Uh, you know that, and 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 it bothers me as someone who is now retired that there are people who who are just out there suffering uh, for so many different reasons, and they and we have so many resources, and it's just sad that that seems to be the situation. Uh, we have to recognize that these people, when pe- we re- see groups of people in need, there has to be people like yourself and others that are willing to step up uh, when the government is not, not doing what it should be doing. Yeah, we definitely can't p- depend on the government um, anymore. We have to go back to the way it was back in the days where the churches and uh, the community leaders took care of uh, the community. So that that's where we're headed. That's what we're trying to do. And, um, hey, uh, we're going to do it until our last day, and then I'm sure somebody else is going to step up and take, take our place, you know, because as we were talking about a couple of shows ago, who's, who's going to step up for the next, term of of the presidency it's the same thing in these communities you know there are people out there that are working the fields that's on the ground doing the work and i'm sure god is raising up someone to come behind them to take over where they are leaving off and we have to be willing to follow the instructions um we have to be willing to follow the instructions of our creator you know sometimes He's telling us what he needs us to do, and we are being stubborn, you know, just like in the Bible when it talks about uh, Moses and how he uh, was reluctant to do what God told him to do. We have to just allow ourselves to be led by the Spirit and do what it is that is needed uh, to to help our communities and to be uh, good stewards of the life that we're living You're absolutely right. I'm always looking for an opportunity to be a servant, to be a vessel, to be used, uh, to help someone. I think sometimes I go a little bit overboard, but, hey, that's just who I am. And um, as long as it's in my hand, it's going to flow out of my hand. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, just how, that's just how I am. But God continues to bless me. So I am so grateful to him for continuing to bless me and and keep me um, on this journey. And you have such a, a sweet spirit uh, when it comes to people. I mean, I even people on the show. I mean, you you don't allow anybody uh, to to not hear what it is that you believe in your heart, uh, no matter who they are. If they're hurting just a little bit and they let you know it, uh, you there's gonna be some intervention. And uh, I really want to get to that point as well. I just want to be, you know, I have to recognize how much was given to me and how much, uh, how lucky I was to be, to be born to the right parents. Uh, you know, I, it, I just, um, I think about you and a, and a number of other people I know who, who've had the, uh, the opportunity to be with their parents for a long time. And sometimes I get sad because, I lost my parents at such an early age, but I had to be thankful about how good they were as parents and how supportive they were of me and to move on. Uh, but we all have to be thankful for those good parents that gave us 
uh, the insight and the ability uh, to make a life worth living. And uh, those of us who do have a life worth living have to pass that on, not only to our children, but people outside of ourselves. I, t- I turned that on a little prematurely, but I want to just uh, actually let's go to a break and then we'll come back and we'll give you uh opportunity to have the final word uh, because uh, it's just been me and you this time, uh, which is kind of different. Uh, Cassie, we hadn't had that experience before. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. <laughs> so we'll come back and, and, uh, We'll just have our final word.
This is James T. Deshaies, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. We're here seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear. Dial in at 657-383-0309 so you have an opportunity to let everybody know what you're thinking. Uh, Kathy, what is your final thought this evening? Well, this evening I'd just like to read a little passage out of the Word of God, and it comes out of the book of Matthew, Matthew five fourteen, and it says, If you are the light of the world, a city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your father in heaven. And uh, that's what I try to do. I just try to be the light for the Lord and do what he has called me to do. And I thank you, James, for the opportunity and time to give my opinion. It is important that we do that. Uh, I want to let my light shine. And sometimes people uh, will accuse you of doing the opposite. Uh, they will accuse you of being nasty. But sometimes you, it's not that you you can't do everything that people want you to do, but you can be helpful uh, to people. And sometimes even when you are helpful to them, they won't see it in that fashion. But at least you'll know it in your heart. And that's what we all have to do. We have to do the best that we can uh, to intervene in people's lives, despite whether they truly acknowledge it or not. Uh, and sometimes they're not going to acknowledge what you've tried to do uh, because they got their own agendas. But at least if you walk away knowing you did the best that you could do, that's all God can ask you to do. Uh, I want to thank all of you out there, and and I uh, look forward to you calling into the show again at 657-383-0309. We want your voice heard each and every day. Take care, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We got it together, didn't we? We've definitely got our thing together, don't we? Isn't that nice? I mean, really, when you really sit and think about it, isn't it really, really nice? I can easily feel myself slipping more and more away That super world of my own. Nobody but you and me. We've got it together, baby.
This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. 